From Harry Hurley Way in the world's playground to the broadcast pioneers of Philadelphia Hall of Fame. I want to congratulate my friend, Harry Hurley. You're about to find out why Harry Hurley has been named to the Talkers Magazine list of the 100 most important talk show hosts in the nation. I like it. Live from the studios of Town Square Media in Northfield, it's Hurley in the Morning on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. It is a beautiful, beautiful hour of the morning because we're back. At seven minutes past the hour, I am Hurley in the morning. This is WPG Talk Radio 95.5 because of you, all because of you only because of you, South Jersey's number one talk station. Well, the House Democrats, they know. I'm going to tell you something. Please don't get upset with any of these things that you're going to pick up on, that I will pick up on, that synergistically just wanted to get that word in today practicing don't get upset about any of it in in fact enjoy it because in democrats in general and in particular house democrats senate democrats still think they have a chance house democrats i promise you nancy pelosi's probably been taking out a small box of stuff every other day just to uh make when she leaves for good look like she can just leave with her briefcase they know it's over i promise you they know it's over they know it's over more than you know it's over and it's over they have no chance january 6th committees uh liz cheney could take a poop on top of the, the lectern nothing is going to change what's about to happen i promise you And I don't make promises that I don't keep. And it's very rare for me to make a promise that I have basically no say in, no control of. But I know it. Just like I knew in 1994 what was going to happen. Just like I knew in 2016 what was going to happen. I know the House is gone. They know the House is gone. So here's what the House Democrats, this is their latest goofiness they're proposing though and they will be introducing in fact they have introduced legislation that would turn over the supreme court every 18 years (laughs) they want to stack and pack the court they want to now change the terms of the justices hey fools you do you know about this stubborn and persistent document called the Constitution of the United States. It has the term of a Supreme Court justice, associate justice. It's for life. Not 18 years. Not 1800 years. Life. So why do they do these things? Fat Nadler. And the rest of them. You could just name these people. Sheila Jackson Lee. I mean, it's just ridiculous. Hank Johnson, I believe he's the one that thought that um, actually an island was going to tip over. Too many people. If there's too many people there, it could tip over. I mean, this is this is the acumen that we have in the United States Senate. The legislation bears the name, quote, 
and you know I love I love their names. I I just oh it just none of it upsets me. It just it warms me, warms my heart. This is the it's very rolls right off your tongue. Supreme Court Tenure Establishment and Retirement Modernization Act. <laughs> Hilarious. It would permit United States presidents to nominate new Supreme Court justices every two years in year one and year three of their respective term. Even that's hard to. What a, you know, when you hear words, it's like I, I heard the words, but what the hell does that mean? If presidents consistently followed through on this power every 24 months, then no Supreme Court justice would represent the bench for more than 18 years. At that point, the justices would transition. <laughs> it's like the, the economy. It's not a terrible economy. We're transitioning. No, no, it's not a problem at the gas pump. We're transitioning. At that point, the justices would transition from active to senior status with the high court while still receiving full-time justice pay. Isn't that fantastic? If the number of total justices dips below nine at any point due to disability, disqualification, death, or retirement-based vacancy, the justice who most recently attained senior status would serve as the ninth associate justice. They think they've got every angle figured out. Oh, they're such a joke. Such a joke. Now, if there were six Democrat-leaning judges, do you think we would be talking about the the very easy to remember there'll be a quiz on this later today the easy to remember supreme court tenure establishment and retirement modernization act <laughs> hey listen if if i say supreme court tenure establishment and retirement modernization act one time today when i host the brian kilmeade show filling in if I say that once, then Matt Marino owes me a pizza from Capri Pizza. Is that, is that, a, is that a deal? I'm going to take that deal. All I have to do, and you know me, I know I'll get it in. Oh, this is, this isn't fair though. I'm, I'm basically, I'm basically just serving up that, that Matt owes me a pizza. There's something about that that doesn't seem fair, but let's try it anyhow. The Supreme Court Tenure Establishment and Retirement Modernization Act. Now, if you'll bear with me, I'm going to need to say this a few times. I want to practice because when I win my pizza, I've got to deliver it well. This is an easy phrase to butcher. Supreme Court Tenure Establishment and Retirement Modernization Act. Only Democrats in Washington could conceive such tripe. Really now, to everyone listening, Republican, Democrat, independent, unaffiliated alike, you know this is garbage. This is trash. This is garbage. It's going nowhere. It it has it will go absolutely nowhere in the United States Senate. So you know what it does? It makes these lunatics 
feel like they've accomplished something. They'll walk around and say, well, you know, I gave it my best. I tried. I, I introduced something really that would have been really great for the for the country. They don't know we're a republic. They think we're a democracy. Uh, we've come up with something really good for the democracy. The Supreme Court Tenure Establishment and Retirement Modernization Act. Oh, my gosh. If those Republicans had not blocked it with their filibuster in the Senate, oh, it would have been so good for our country. They are so bad. So bad. Oh, the Democrats also have it all figured out. Listen to this. This is fantastic. Even though Al Gore campaigned that because he knew he was going to lose the popular vote to President Bush because he was going to until the DWI came up. Al Gore ran an entire campaign saying we elect our presidents by the Electoral College, not by the popular vote. Democrats were just fine with that. Do you really think they would ever be saying the Electoral College has to go or calling out the Electoral College if they were winning the Electoral College and losing the popular vote? They would say, oh, come on, it's not fair. You got large states, Texas and this and that, where disproportionately Republicans pile up votes. But it has no bearing. And our our founders were very wise because they wanted small states to have a say. Come on, I can write this stuff. So here's what they say, though. Five of the six conservative justices on the bench were appointed by presidents who lost the popular vote. And they are now racing to impose their out-of-touch agenda on the American people who do not want it. Now, this is that fool that said that the island was going to tip if too many people got, oh, not one more. No, 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 it's going to tip. That fool. That Georgia fool. He's no Georgia peach. Tom Hurley would call him a butte. He's a real butte. Hank Johnson, we're a real butte. So what agenda is out of touch with the American people? $2 a gallon gas, 1% inflation, highest wages that people have ever earned. Don't ever think you got an increase this year because your increase isn't nearly keeping up with inflation. You got a decrease this year under Biden. They have the agenda. Once again, this is rules for radicals. This is Orwellian. It, it, it's it's dystopian. It's it's bizarro world. All of it wrapped up in a in a nice little package. Because they are the ones that have extreme philosophies that the American people do not want. Now, if the American people don't want this agenda and if it's such an out of touch agenda, then why are they going to get their asses kicked this November 8th? Somebody give me the answer to that one. Oh, isn't this fun? You never know. I mean, I left yesterday and I come back and we have the introduction of the Supreme Court Tenure Establishment and Retirement Modernization Act, which is going to win me a pizza. I'm going to say I won't guarantee I have three hours to win that pizza, but I'm going to say within the next five or six hours. To quote the noted philosopher, fat bastard, get in my belly. 
Fox News commentary. The Canadian vax mandate is not only ridiculous, it's messing with America's pastime and no baseball fan should be okay with it. I'm Tommy Laren. More next. Do you find yourself stuck in a timeshare? Get the real facts about the timeshare industry and your options for cancellation. Chuck McDowell, founder of Wesley Financial Group, beat the largest timeshare company in federal court and has put together a free information guide that reveals the secrets the timeshare industry doesn't want you to know, including the five ways to get rid of your timeshare. Call now and get this timeshare cancellation guide absolutely free. Call 800-328-9696. That's 800-328-9696. Blue Jays are getting a competitive advantage as competing teams with unvaccinated players are forced to sit out on away games. As we edge closer to the postseason and World Series, it's asinine to me the MLB and MLB Players Association has allowed this to continue. Canada has a mandatory COVID vaccine policy and it's Canada's right to have it, as ridiculous and nonsensical as it may be. But Major League Baseball in the union representing the players doesn't have to play ball, so why are they? Some of the best players in the league have had to miss games in Canada due to their vax status alone. The vaccine doesn't prevent infection or spread, so why is this still happening. If the MLB had any guts at all, it refused to hold games in Canada until the vax mandate is dropped. Why is America's greatest game kowtowing to Canada and Trudeau? My fiance played for the Toronto Blue Jays for six seasons, but respectfully, I say pound clay Canada. I'm Tommy Laren, and you can listen to all of my hot takes at foxnewscommentary.com. Hi, it's Markley and Van Camp. Join us later today at one. Now back to Hurley in the morning on WPG Talk Radio 95.5 FM and 1450 AM South Jersey's talk station. Thank you. 24 minutes past the hour. A listener wrote me yesterday and wrote something along the lines of that they knew my love of baseball and asked me what I thought the greatest feat in Major League Baseball history. This was tough. I mean, Don Larson's perfect game in the World Series. It's only happened one time. Yogi Berra was the catcher. Um, Joe DiMaggio's 56-game hitting streak. Pete Rose was at, what, like 44, the next closest. I mean, it's just unbelievable. And then DiMaggio, who was just hitting the, the lights out of the ball, uh, just in the in the 57th, what would have been 57th game, uh, kept hitting crushing shots, but right at people. That's what makes a hitting streak so hard. You can be hitting well, and if you aren't hitting them where they ain't, then you're making outs. And little told story this was not in my email back to the listener DiMaggio had a deal with Heinz 57 sauce if he had gotten to 57 he had an entire endorsement deal and a lot of people don't realize Babe Ruth made like $100,000 a year when he was at his peak and and writers said hey babe you make more than the president of the United States. You feel bad about that? No, I don't feel bad about that. I'm having a better year. So that's, I mean, you think about it. Now, inflation and everything, that's a lot of money. But almost all the players for many, many years, you look at what it is now. Millions of dollars, even for scrubs. You could be like 9 and 13 pitcher making $5 million a year. I mean, it's crazy. But in the day, they were selling insurance and doing, you know, car dealerships, selling cars. I mean, they, they, they had to work. So I, I finally settled on this is probably it's first of all, it's completely subjective. 
But after just thinking about, like, what would be, like, really tough to do? Hitting a grand slam is hard. But people do it. In fact, Rizzo almost did it last night. Hitting two grand slams in one game. Tough. But it has been done. How about hitting two grand slams in the same inning? So I could be wrong, but when when something is completely subjective, you really can't be wrong. Just people might have a different idea. So I gave you a few of the um, – I think it's really hard. If you picked DiMaggio's 56-game hitting streak, I wouldn't have any difficulty with that at all. If you said Don Larson's perfect game in the World Series, 27 up, 27 down, I wouldn't complain about that either. I picked an event that took place on April 23rd, 1999, when the St. Louis Cardinals, Fernando Tatis, hit two grand slams in the same inning It's only been done one time in the entire history of Major League Baseball. Now, 56-game hitting streak only once. I think if you're picking the rarest feat in Major League Baseball history, you have to go with something that's only been done one time. How could it be rare if multiple people have done it? And I'm sure there's others you could come up with home run records, although I I don't count. I still believe Hank Aaron is the all-time home run champion. I'm looking forward. I'm hoping that Aaron Judge, he hit another one last night, number 38. He's on pace for about 63 or so, 64 at the moment. Uh, Nobody has touched Roger Maris's Yankee record since 1961. That's a cool record. I might say uh, Hank Aaron's home run record very um, could be the rarest feat. Not, I'm not going to, even though he's great and he was a Hall of Famer before steroids, I can't count Barry Bonds. I just can't. None of them. I don't count McGuire. I don't count Bonds. I mean, if you're all juiced up, it was a live ball era. You're all juiced up. How about Babe Ruth hitting 60 home runs? with a ball that was like mush and they didn't put a new ball in every play. Do you realize when the ball hits the dirt, they take the ball out of play? Now, sometimes it comes back in. They they just, you know, rub it up and, they, and it comes back to the umpire, but they take the ball out that hits the ground. Players used to use those balls that had little scratches in them and different things and would make the ball dance and do all kinds of things. But there's no comparison. There, there was something called the dead ball era and the live ball era. Incidentally, did you know, and because the records just aren't like they are today, there's no way to calculate it. That This might be a fun fact that maybe you've never heard this ever before. It's hard in this day of information age. It's hard to say something that you didn't know. Whenever you hear something, oh my God, I can't believe I didn't know that. 
Like, I didn't know that um, Jane Mansfield was uh, Mariska Hargate's mom. And you wouldn't believe the amount of grief I got for that. Oh, my God. Basically calling me stupid. Oh, my God. You're, they didn't say it, but you're so stupid. You didn't know? No, I didn't know. I knew Mansfield. I knew Blonde Bombshell. I knew her career. I know uh, Hargitay uh, and her career. I know the Mansfield bar when she got in the accident. But I didn't realize in that car with her was Mariska Hargitay. But that's not what I was going to tell you. See if you know this stat. During Babe Ruth's career, a home run had to land in the stands fair. You know how today, like, you could wrap it around Pesky's pole or any any stadium where the ball is, you know, just curving, whatever you want to call it. And if it goes around the foul pole, fair. It's, so if it's, it passes on the fair side of the foul pole, it is a fair ball. It is a home run. Babe Ruth had home runs. I don't know how many. There's no way to know. Taken away because if it didn't land in fair territory, it was called a foul ball. Isn't that crazy? But it's true. We'll be back in just a few minutes. Don't go away. It's early in the morning on WPG Talk Radio, 95.5 South Jersey's number one talk station. This is the Town Square, New Jersey Info and Weather Network. Harry Hurley at 32 minutes past the hour with three stories that you can follow right now on our WPG Talk Radio 95.5 app. Atlantic City Council will honor Bart Blatstein tonight. It is well earned. Congratulations. This cold treat is being discontinued after nearly 40 years. Check it out. Some people are very unhappy about it. And the Atlantic City Independence Committee has Atlantic City Mayor Marty Small. The small mayor is on the run. From the Town Square, New Jersey Info and Weather Network, I'm Chief Meteorologist Dan Zaro. There have been a few spotty showers around early this morning, but they're on the way out, and the rest of your Wednesday looks pretty good. Partly to mostly cloudy skies, dry this afternoon, and seasonably warm, high of 85. A few showers and thunderstorms are possible tonight, low 75. Humidity and heat on the rise tomorrow, high 91. Partly sunny, with a chance of an isolated late-day thunderstorm tomorrow, too. Get weather 24-7 wherever you are. Download our free mobile app today. Hey, Ma, roof's leaking. Early in the morning, WPG Talk Radio 95.5 FM and 1450 AM. It's early in the morning, anytime, anywhere, on the WPG Talk Radio app. Harry Hurley on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Thank you. Welcome back. 38 minutes past the hour. Pleased to report, and if you've needed them over the last week to two weeks... I wouldn't be surprised. It's been it's been brutal. And if your system isn't up to handle what was being brought to bear, which was basically that it would if it's not running correctly, it just would never shut off. It would just keep running and not be able to keep up. And I did hear from a few people that said no matter what they did, it was 80 some degrees in their home. It just could not keep up. So this is Harry Hurley for my friends at Ambient Comfort. They are offering $50 off right now service on your air conditioning system. If your system is blowing warm air, 
if you just know that something is wrong, give them a call, 609-568-0955. That's 609-568-0955. Or visit ambientcomfortnj.com. They want you to be comfortable. If you're experiencing any of those seven signs that I've been telling you about for the past couple of months, no need to wait. Call Ambient Comfort. Also, whenever you're dealing with these kinds of things, if you're going to be getting additional equipment or replacing your system, you do want to check about any of the state rebates and manufacturer rebates that are available uh, at this time. 609-568-0955. Tell Ambient Comfort that Harry Hurley sent you. Well, this is this is earned posthumously. There's a bill that I'm completely uh, in agreement with, and the Congressional Gold Medal will be awarded to two to four. I don't know why I said two to four Americans who died in the 2012 terrorist attack on the U.S. diplomatic outpost in Benghazi, Libya. And it's a shame. You probably haven't thought about them in a long time, and I'm not blaming anyone because life is tough right now and time goes by and it's a decade but Sean Smith, Glenn Doherty, Tyrone Woods, they all died. Navy SEALs, CIA security contractors, of course, Christopher Stevens, the ambassador. We've interviewed his fiance several times. Liddy Denier. And it's just a shame. None of them should be dead. Obama, Hillary Clinton, let this happen, did nothing about it, and despicably, they lied about it. Do you remember when Hillary Clinton and Barack Obama lied about them, even at their own funeral? I mean, Hillary Clinton's rather expansive derriere was just a couple of feet away from the coffins. And she's making this speech about a video. I mean, they're disgusting. They're despicable. I don't even believe they're human. They're, 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 they're alien or something. It's almost don't even get me started on this. September 11th, 2012 will be 10 years. It just gives you a little perspective how fast time goes on. It doesn't feel like five. It feels like it's been a while, but it doesn't feel like 10 years. What a, um, what a terrible bunch we had in there at the time. And this group is even worse. Keep an eye uh, on what Ron Johnson, the Senator, what um, Senator Charles Grassley and others are saying, uh, there are Department of Justice whistleblowers right now, and they've had it. And they're going to members of Congress and saying how corrupt. And I've been telling you that on a regular basis. This is an extremely corrupt Department of Justice. It's weaponized. They go after who they want to go after. I mean, think about it. How long does it take to charge Hunter Biden? Do you you understand the FBI has had the laptop computer information for years 
This guy is committing crimes all over that laptop. It's like pick pick the crime or crimes you want to charge. Because Hunter is giving you all the evidence you need. And it isn't just corruption about him, although that's bad. These whistleblowers who the Democrat media will not even report about. But if we get Alexander Vidman and what's her name? Uh, Cassidy Hutchinson. Do you know that uh, the January 6th committee purposely did not call any of the Secret Service agents? Because had they called them to testify, they would have completely contradicted Hutchinson. But they make that as though that's empirical. Even though obviously we know because there's documented evidence that she was asking for a job. She wanted to go with President Trump to Mar-a-Lago. That's left out of the equation, too. But they know because and and if they want to act like they didn't know the. Secret Service agents came out publicly and said, this isn't true. We want to testify, but they don't call them. Remember what Alan Dershowitz said. Never believe a witness that hasn't been cross-examined. This entire January 6th committee is as fake as Russia collusion. It is one-sided by all Democrats and two Trump haters. All Trump haters, but all Democrats and two Republican Trump haters. That's all that committee is. There's never any cross-examination. And understand, this is a star chamber. This is the kind of thing you expect in Russia and elsewhere. You don't expect it here in the United States of America that something would be put on so completely one-sided And they make it like it's absolutely incontrovertible and fair. But remember, they didn't want to know that President Trump authorized 10,000 National Guardsmen in the days leading up to this event. And the mayor of D.C. and Nancy Pelosi and all the Democrats, they all said nope, because remember, they were in the business of hating police. That was defund the police era. Oh, you you want to give us 10,000 people? No, no, we don't want 10,000 National Guard troops. No, no, we'll, we'll keep it just like it is. They don't tell you about that. How's Trump guilty of an insurrection when he told people to be peaceful and he offered 10,000 people in advance? How can you be guilty? And yeah, this absolute just horrific Thank God he's not on the Supreme Court. This Merrick Garland, uh, we will prosecute anyone. Yeah, well, okay, then prosecute Hunter Biden, you jackass. Liar. Liars who lie. And I'm going to play a little montage. I found it very entertaining yesterday, and I thought I would play it for you when we come back. 47 minutes past the hour. This is. Early in the morning, WPG Talk Radio 95.5 FM and 1450 AM. Sean Hannity, this afternoon at 3. Now, early in the morning on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. 
It is 51 minutes past the hour. Let me practice for a moment because I'm going to win a pizza sometime in the next several hours ahead. Supreme Court Tenure Establishment and Retirement Modernization Act. Let me work on inflection. Supreme Court Tenure Establishment and Retirement Modernization Act. The Democrats would like to create the Supreme Court Tenure Establishment and Retirement Modernization Act. All right. I, I think I think I'm ready. I think I can do it. Remember, you have to you have to practice. You have to be able to to do it and just it roll off your tongue. I'm not going to be able to read it. I have to commit to memory the Supreme Court Tenure Establishment and Retirement Modernization Act. It's not easy. Leave this to your trained broadcasting specialist. All right. So I just found this very entertaining and I sent it to um, Brian Kilmeade's team. They're awesome, by the way. Love working with them. And. Oh, hold on. Let me turn my volume up. All right. Here we go. You're not going to you're not going to get COVID if you have these vaccinations. Hey, folks, guess you heard this morning I tested positive for COVID. And when people are vaccinated, they can feel safe that they are not going to get infected. Dr. Fauci says he has COVID again. If you've done the right thing and gotten vaccinated, you deserve the freedom to be safe from COVID-19. And this morning, I learned I I tested positive for COVID-19 as well. Three doses that you can prevent it, not just from serious illness, but from getting this virus, this Omicron variant, and therefore giving it to others. Victorian Premier Daniel Andrews is in quarantine for seven days after testing positive to COVID. So I, I'm fully vaccinated. It gives me some comfort. Anthony Albanese has just tested positive for coronavirus. Uh, having received two doses of AstraZeneca, it's a very very effective vaccine protection from symptomatic illness and therefore risk of transmission to others. You're okay. You're not going to. You're not going to get COVID if you have these vaccinations. Hey, folks. Guess you heard this morning. I tested positive for COVID. So you get it now. You get it. They, they lied to us. See, by the time Biden became president, you could say early on you didn't know. I do believe that the first vaccines that we took did work to keep you from getting it. But once it mutated and it was something other than what we were vaccinated for, then the only thing you you could rely on is if you believe it, some people don't believe it. I do believe it. I believe there is help and that it is the difference between perhaps you having to go to the hospital or being put on a ventilator or even dying. I believe the vaccines help. They could have told us the truth, but they are liars who lie about lying. And don't they look silly when they say, take the vaccine and you can't get COVID-19? Then they're telling you, hey, I got I have COVID-19. Don't they look like fools? It was Joe Biden, Justin Trudeau and Fauci and the, the rest of the peanut gallery. They just blatantly lied. And I, I swear I would have done everything I did if they would have just told me the truth they didn't have to lie. I didn't take it. Oh, good. You can't get it. All right. I'll, I'll take it then. That's what they thought. Telling you you couldn't get it. They believed would push a certain percentage of the unwilling over the top to get the vaccine. If they simply said, if you take this vaccine, it's not going to mean a hill of beans 
in terms of if you can get COVID-19, but it will help you have a less severe time with it. See, that's the old expression. If you're explaining, you're losing. You're almost promoting failure. But I, I believe differently. I think they should have said, I think in the beginning it was truthful, but that didn't last once it went to these other variants that was no longer the case. But they continue to lie. Difficulty paying bills and the pandemic were the two highest items on the census. The share of Americans who report having difficulties paying their bills has now surpassed the 2020 pandemic peak in a U.S. Census Bureau survey, which underscored the cause and effect, the toll being paid by soaring prices in every single imaginable way. Four in 10 adults said it's been somewhat or very difficult to cover usual household expenses. This poll was done in June and early July. That's the highest since the census started asking the question in August of 2020. If you break the math down, it implies that more than 90 million families are struggling. That's up from 60 million a year ago. And tens of millions of more if you go six months before that. Two years ago, one third of respondents reported difficulties in covering usual household bills. And it's just exploding. I don't think this is going to happen on September 1st. In fact, I believe that the federal government has written all the different lenders and told them uh, do not send out bills for September 1st. I believe that is a fact. I do want to do a little bit more homework on that before I confirm it. But millions of households, if it isn't changed, with student loans will face additional monthly expenses. I, I, I'm telling you, you know when I tell you I know what I know and I know what I think. Even though they kept saying this is the last one, this is the last, absolutely the last one. I said, come on, do you really think they're going to restart student loans like five weeks before the uh, midterm elections, national midterm elections, the most important election other than when the president is running. I'm telling you, it's impossible. There's no way. Why, if you had the power to pause something like that, You'd use it. So they haven't announced it yet, but I hereby, I I, want to stop short of promising you because how do you promise for someone else's decision? But I'm going to tell you that there's almost zero chance that they will restart the school loan payments. And in fact, they're eliminating many people's student loans. You should check into it. You might 
that's going to infuriate people who uh, scratched and clawed and 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 did without and sacrificed. Like I paid mine, you know, you I now have to pay yours. So people are going to go bananas over this, but they're they're definitely forgiving student loans like crazy right now. If you're involved in public service, if you're involved with not-for-profits, I mean, there's a lot of angles. If a certain school made promises and you didn't get the job that you thought you could get, they're calling it some kind of fraud. I'm telling you, they're going to get rid of a lot of this debt. 609-407-1450. Phone lines are open right now. This whole hour is all about you. Wide Open Forum. It's early in the morning. WPGG Atlantic City. WENJ HD3 Millville. A Town Square media station. Everything you need to know in six minutes starts now. From Harry Hurley Way in the world's playground to the broadcast pioneers of Philadelphia Hall of Fame. I want to congratulate my friend, Harry Hurley. You're about to find out why Harry Hurley has been named to the Talkers Magazine list of the 100 most important talk show hosts in the nation. Live from the studios of Town Square Media in Northfield, it's Hurley in the Morning on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Thank you for waking up early in the morning. Approaching seven minutes past the hour, 609-407-1450. Our phone lines are open for this entire hour, 609-407-1450. Programming note, we will be filling in today for Brian Kilmeade. So you can check us out right when we finish today's Hurley in the Morning. We'll go right to the Brian Kilmeade program. Straight here on all of it here on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. So between now and 1 o'clock today, uh, I'm, I'm all you got. But we have amazing guests that will be a part of Brian's program today. So it's, um, it's going to be a big Big news day. 609-407-1450. And this is on the eve of, I can't, I'll tell you what, I don't want us to be negative tomorrow. I know that some of you might think that I just say that, but I really do want it. I, I root for America. The other side roots against us. Except when they're in, then you're to shut up and you have to go along with every crazy thing they want to do. And they do crazy stuff, but then they accuse you of being crazy because they're crazy and they just it's transference but if it is negative tomorrow and you know what they've been doing all week no 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 two quarters of negative gdp no 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 that used to be no no that's not that's not the way it is anymore we're here now it's strong the fundamentals are strong you've never had it better you honestly have these people saying this Corinne Jean-Pierre, within the last week or so, said it's the best it's ever been. The American people, the economy is stronger than it's ever been. <laughs> really? What are you talking about? It's crazy talk. Welcome to Hurley in the Morning. You're on the air. Uh, yeah, good morning. I also heard that... Uh... Swamp Rhino Liz Cheney had said that President Trump never ordered those 10,000 uh, National Guard. So, well, they, see what they do, Flash. They lie. There's absolute evidence that he did. She did. You, I'm really glad you brought that up. She did say that, and she's absolutely lying about it. Yeah. I watched uh, 
a documentary on Jonestown. I, I like to take a break from the conspiratorium with something light, but I was bored, so I figured, okay, I'll watch a documentary. I watched it before, but it, it showed Leo Ryan going down to Jonestown just to, a couple days, and he tried to escape on the very day of the massacre. But a, a gentleman named um, Vernon Gosnell was one of the few people that escaped. And when it, he had actually, uh, Jim Jones had Leo Ryan fold because they put on a good face when he went down there. He says, this is one of the best places I've ever been to, blah, blah, blah. And he says, yes, uh, we have achieved true Marxism here. Uh, we've achieved a close to a socialist utopia. This is Jim Jones. Sexism, ageism, and elitism is almost completely eradicated here, blah, 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 blah. But, uh, you know, um, Vernon Gosnell had said, if it's such a utopia, why does he wake us up in the middle of the night? And he has armed guards, why, not with their guns pointed out to protect us, but the, guard, the guns aimed in on us. It was such a utopia. And he had slipped a note to uh, one of the uh, aides to, uh, you know, Congressman Ryan. And Congressman Ryan got him alone and said, so you're you're uh, Vernon Gosnell? He says, yeah, I, I am. If you want to escape, I definitely want to go. Uh, so the next day, uh, the flatbed uh, that had taken him from the tarmac five miles away had taken him as per schedule to the tarmac, and the plane's there waiting for him to take him back home. Another flatbed showed up with armed guards on it, and they opened fire on him. But uh, that's that shows you. Uh, now, here's the thing. Um, he lied to them like like our politicians lie. He says, there's no use going back home. You're here now. That the southern border is being uh, guarded by white supremacists. I'll never, never let you back in. Because most of you are black here anyway. And there's concentration camps waiting for you people. Blah, 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 blah. You know, I'm, I, I think that some truth was mixed in with some lies because it was actually, um, he, he described himself as a witch, not as a warlock, but it was actually Doc Marquis. And Doc Marquis had told, been told by his superiors in the Coven to join the military. He, he was a, a doctor in the military. He was a medic. And he, and uh, sure enough, in 19, in the mid 70s, and sure enough, in 1978, the chaplain's handbook for religion included Satanism, Wicca, and left hand path witchcraft, which is Luciferian witchcraft. But that was all included. That was never, that insanity was never there before then. That was accepted at that time. So they forced the hand of the military. But he said, in 1976, he saw the first detention center built out in the Mojave Desert. And shortly after that, they began building detention centers. So there's detention centers throughout um, America. Now, I'm I'm thinking that the rogue elements in our CIA that actually started that PSYOP down there in Jonestown, that's one of their concentration camps anyway. So he, they didn't need to worry about going to a concentration camp. They were already in one. But our Constitution is what's not corrupt in our country. Our, our beloved Constitution is sacred. It was John Coleman, MI6 British Intelligence agent. He said he perused all kind of documents as an MI6 British Intelligence agent. And there's a Brit saying this now. He says, our Constitution, our American Constitution, is second only in importance to humankind than, uh, than is the Holy Bible. That says a lot. That we, we, have, we have two faces here in America, and they've been here all along. They've been back to the very beginning. Um, actually, uh, th those Christians that escaped persecution in Europe are the first ones that braved the cold winters here and starvation here. And then uh, business enterprises came over. That's the Plymouth Company in Plymouth, Massachusetts, and also the Virginia Company. But also bad actors came over with them, and they've been here all along. But we're up against a hidden hand, I believe. And I believe, yeah, we, we, have, to, we have to take on what we see, though. We can't take on what we can't see. So, yeah, we can start with voting these creeps out. Thanks. Hey, Flash, that was very light. Very light talk. I appreciate it. Uh, 609-407-1450. You'll be next right after the break, and I promise you'll be right after that. Please don't go away. It's 13 minutes past the hour. I am early in the morning. Proud to report 
I am on WPG Talk Radio, 95.5 because of you. South Jersey's number one talk station. Here is our good friend, Sean Hannity. The truth and nothing but. This is the Sean Hannity Morning Minute. Their efforts to now spin away and lie about the bad state of this economy. It's breathtaking to watch this. When we get the GDP numbers in the second quarter, if the Atlanta Fed's right, we're going to contract 1.6% just like in, in the first quarter. They're trying to say that technically doesn't constitute a recession, even though it's the standard interpretation and definition of a recession. Well, they're saying the technical definition of a recession is not two negative quarters of growth. Norio Rubini says anyone even expecting merely a shallow downturn is delusional. I'm t- I believe Rubini's right. Any prediction for a mild recession or a soft landing, as they call it, is delusional. Keeping you on the straight path. Later today, it's the Sean Hannity Show. All right, it's summertime, and if your project to-do list looks anything like mine, it's probably pretty long. You can stay cool, save up to 40% off site-wide at Blinds.com, and ordering online does not mean sacrificing style or service. At Blinds.com, they have premium selections of shades and shutters and drapes and so much more. They have outdoor shades. Just go to Blinds.com right now, save up to 40% off site-wide, up to 40% off site-wide at Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack, but not with ZipRecruiter. Its powerful technology actively finds and invites qualified candidates to apply to your job. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you the needle in the haystack. See why four out of five employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. From the world's playground, this is Hurley in the Morning on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Thank you. Welcome back. 19 minutes past the hour. Open phone lines this hour, 609-407-1450. Welcome to Hurley in the Morning. You're on the air. Hey, Howard. Good morning. Good morning. Um, I can't. That last caller. I, I know him. I met him. Oh, you just, uh, you met the Flash. I met the Flash. Wow! I never forget. I never forget a voice. Yeah, I would say not. Not, not his. Uh, hold on, real quick. I, I just want to touch on something you said yesterday because yeah. we're so worried about the uh, the virus. And no, I, I'm not vaccinated. I don't plan on getting vaccinated because I just based on what you said, you're not getting another shot because because and I'm not getting one because I keep myself in tip top shape for one. And I just, I don't trust Fauci and on all, everything that's came out. But real quick, we're, we're arguing about this, 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 uh, variance and this, this, uh, getting shots. And I want to touch on something that's going on down in Texas where they're selling, the Chinese are buying up our land. Harry, who in the world, who in the world is selling that to them? I know. How is that happening? I know. Like DeSantis is going crazy right now. They're buying all this land in Florida. You know, they own a ton of property uh, and land in New York, New York City. Uh, it's crazy that we're allowing this. I know we're free market and and all of that, and we respect world markets and uh, free trade and free commerce and all that. But this is this is a flat out enemy. They bear watching, and I I agree with you. I don't like any of this. 
So there was a there was a story back when Corzine was president that I don't know how true it is. You probably would know if anybody that he at one time wanted to sell the Parkway. And I don't know how that ever panned out, but that, that was just a story. Oh, uh, well, it, it, was. It, it's a, listen, I know the story. I know it well. He had an idea. It was roundly criticized, panned, and he backed right off of it. But he did have the idea so for a few minutes. Yes, he did. I, I wish they would back off this thing in Texas because they're, they're pretty close to a, a military installation. And uh, these people are sneaky, Harry. We know what's going on. So, listen, I'm going to hang up and i wish you'd touch touch base on that a little bit more in the future oh, on I the court what you do yeah oh, you want me to touch oh. more on the uh the corzine gambit that didn't happen no yeah no 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 not really but what's going on in texas with them, them oh. buying land down well, there well, yeah and, and, and by the way you brought up texas and i added florida uh it's happening they're they're gobbling up as much of america as they can because it is it is in their business plan they want they want to be the world's recognized superpower. They want us to be under their control. They're, they're, I, I really believe that they're actually making incremental steps to try to take this country down. I believe you're right, Harry. Yeah. You're, you're 99, and like Rush would say, 99 and 9 tenths. You're usually pretty spot on. Well, thank you. I, I love you for that. Thank man. you, my friend. See you. Appreciate Bye. it. You got it. 609-407-1450, an open phone line. Welcome to Hurley in the Morning. You're on the air. Good morning, Harry. You know, there's more than one way to take over a country. You don't have to, you don't have to come in with planes and tanks and guns. You can kill off Americans with the fentanyl that you're making with the help of a president who allows the southern border to be open so that the fentanyl can easily come in. You can have foreigners invade our country through the southern border without guns again it's 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 a hostile takeover of a country it's like a war with no weapons i mean the weapon is fentanyl but you know i mean you see what's happening here china is at war with us without ever firing a shot it's pretty amazing but that's not why i called okay so <laughs> I, I, I was in bed uh, listening to you when I first woke up, and when you brought up Hank Johnson, I, I about fell on the floor. So uh, I, I remember this vividly, this guy who says he was talking about stationing troops on Guam, and he felt that all of these additional troops stationed on Guam at one time would cause the island to capsize, and the poor general who's sitting there during, during the testimony the, discussing this, the general's like, well, uh, so we uh, we don't anticipate that happening. <laughs> he's, he's trying to he's trying to keep a straight face. But I will tell you, one of the sponsors of this bill, Jerry Nadler. Now, I don't know, Harry, if he went to Guam, it might very well capsize. You know, Jerry Nadler. <clears throat> but 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 you know, uh, so the Democrats are now suddenly concerned about the quote technical definitions. Of words, right? Yes. The technical definition of recession. Okay? I'm so glad because now we can get back to the technical definition of woman, which is an adult female human being. There's no mention of feelings or how one identifies. I, I looked in several dictionaries. I didn't see the word penis. 
when they were defining the word woman. The, the word penis was not in any of the definitions. So we can get back to the technical definition of the word woman now, right, Harry? Well, as you know, they're very capable of being duplicitous, completely dishonest. You know how they use transference to what they're guilty of, they throw onto you. And one second, they could be talking about a woman's right to choose. And the next second, they don't know the definition of a woman. And we know that because uh, Katanji Brown Jackson is supposed to be one of the smartest people on the planet. And she was completely paralyzed when they asked her at her hearing to define what a woman was. She couldn't do it. So they will tell you that women are having their rights taken away. But at the same time, they don't know who 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 are they saying is having their rights taken away if they cannot define who that is. Get what I'm saying? Well, oh, I know, Harry. And I, I, I posted this yesterday. Think about this. And I want to talk about Biden and his COVID. But think about this. So the, the Democrats... Uh, the Democrats ban books like um, To Kill a Mockingbird or Tom Sawyer and Huck Finn because they're racist, right? Okay. Then into children's textbooks, they insert things like CRT, teaching kids that white people are evil, or they put things into their math books telling them that men can get pregnant and have children, okay? And then when Republicans, you know, parents, voter Republicans, as well as the leaders, reject these textbooks, refuse to have them in the schools, send them back, then the Democrats start running commercials about how Republicans want to ban books. Is that amazing? Yeah, they're, they're exactly. I, I cite my previous comment. They're very duplicitous. That's what I'm saying. It's yeah. an- that's another it's another example what you said but it's just another example okay so now biden now i hope you're not i hope you don't think i'm wearing a tinfoil hat but it was anita dunn who said that covid was the best thing that ever happened to joe biden correct yeah best thing that ever happened for joe biden that is correct she did say it yes COVID. Okay. yes okay so, right while while people were dying and getting very sick and ruined she took the um the path of it's a beautiful thing, basically. Yes. Now, how is you do understand it doesn't matter how many Americans die or how much pain is inflicted upon those who don't die. As long as they win, it's all worth it. Well, it's like Harry Reid. Romney didn't win, did he? Uh, Jane Fonda said that uh, it was God's uh, COVID was God's gift to the Democrats. I mean, they don't care about people. No, we know that. Yep. So, so think about this now. Joe Biden has COVID. Now we know one of the things with COVID can be um, with the long COVID can be this brain fog. Okay. So now the Democrats and the media they don't want to address Biden's obvious cognitive problems or even his frail physical health, okay? But like you've been saying, and I agree, at some point, it's undeniable. It's there. You can't deny it anymore. Now, at some point, when the time comes, they don't have to go through the embarrassment and suffer the political fallout of putting their president through a 25th Amendment uh, situation and forcibly removing him from office, because that could hurt them politically, but they can say, well, this long COVID, they'll blame the, the, the cognitive issues he's had for three years. They'll, 
act like it just started happening now and it's because of the, the COVID brain fog. And then they can get rid of him that way. And here's the other way it protects Joe Biden. What are the optics of the Republicans in January impeaching a guy who had COVID and has brain fog and he's so sick from the COVID? What are the optics of the Republicans going after a guy who then can't defend himself because his mind's not working? It wouldn't be fair, and it looks bad for the Republicans. So once again, COVID was the best thing that ever happened to Joe Biden. Well, he can definitely he, – he's very good at using it. I actually – uh, saw right before I turned on the New York Yankees last night, made it through about more of the game than I thought I would actually. Uh, Jesse Waters was doing a monologue and he actually basically said what you just said. He said it a little bit differently, but he was talking about how Biden is back in his basement and that's when he's at his best. Now, that's of course a very relative term because his best is not nearly good enough. But if he's his best version of himself, I think I I I hesitate agreeing with that comment, that analysis. But I think he's right. Biden in the basement is his best version. They spent whatever it was, sixty thousand dollars or something or, you know, definitely five figures on some kind of enormous Zoom screen for him. And he can have these meetings and can have his cue cards. I don't know if you caught it, but. They didn't show the front this time, but I know the size of those printed White House cards that that has have his name on them. He he can he's it's it's his nirvana. He can be in the basement in Delaware uh, with his cue cards and his Zoom video screen, and the, he's his best version of himself like that. Scary, isn't it? I, I agree. I, I agree with you, Harry, and you'll recall. When Hillary, whenever she wasn't feeling well and had to leave the campaign trail for a week, her poll numbers went up. And as soon as she came back and opened up her mouth, her poll numbers went down. So it's like when George Costanza was trying to get the job at the Yankees and he said, my presence in that office can only hurt my chances. So he stayed home, right? That's, that's the truth. I mean, that's no truer words will be spoken today, even if I utter that new fantastic Supreme Court uh, legislation that the Democrats are proposing so that they can turn the court over every 18 years. Aren't they special, Andy? <laughs> it's highly, it's, it's, it, it, it's, I'm telling you, the stuff that they come up with. And, and for those who don't know, this is the Supreme Court Tenure Establishment and Retirement Modernization Act. Aren't they hilarious? Well, I'll tell you. It just it just roll it just rolls off the It's tongue. so memorable, it's so smooth, it's perfect. Perfect marketing. You just can't do better. It's like Joe Biden with an ice cream cone. What's his favorite flavor, by the way? Oh, uh, vanilla. I think so. But but you know, Harry, uh, Joe Biden uh, is going to have to have bigger cards, which isn't going to help him because you can't fit all of that on on the cards that they're printing now. This is true, and yet yeah, that's true. You couldn't fit it on the card; it would be a big problem. Uh, he'll come up with some pet name for it. Fortunately, the Senate is not even going to probably even entertain it, and if they do, it will be stopped. But this is this is what we're going to be uh, forced to endure for the next six months. Because these Democrats know it's over and they're not taking it very well. So they want to do all this radical stuff before they get out of there. 
Well, he, he might have to carry around Carl Rove's whiteboard <laughs> to fit all that. Oh, I, I love what Carl Rove does with that. Andy, I've got to go to the break. Love the call. Have a great day. More of your phone calls coming up right after the break. We got you. Don't go away. You'll be next. It's early in the morning. This is the Town Square, New Jersey Info and Weather Network. And it's Harry Hurley at 33 minutes past the hour. Three stories that you can follow right now on our WPG Talk Radio 95.5 app. Atlantic City Council will honor Bart Blatstein tonight at 5 p.m. Check it out. I write all about it. Great guy. Well-deserved. This precious cold treat is being discontinued after almost 40 years. We have the story. And the Atlantic City Independence Committee has the small mayor of Atlantic City, small mayor small. From the Townsport, New Jersey Info and Weather Network, I'm Chief Meteorologist Dan Zarrow. Humidity levels, once again, only moderate today, although changes are ahead. High of 85 degrees with partly to mostly cloudy skies. We should stay dry during the daytime hours. A few showers and thunderstorms may creep in tonight with humidity on the rise. Low of 75. Tomorrow, hot and humid, 91. Partly sunny, chance of an isolated late-day storm. Clouds and afternoon showers Friday, high 87. Get weather 24-7 wherever you are. Download our free mobile app today. Do you have questions about medical? Early in the morning, WPG Talk Radio 95.5 FM and 1450 AM. When you need to know, it's WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Thank you. Welcome back. 39 minutes past the hour. Wide open forum continues at 609-407-1450. Welcome to Hurley in the morning. You're on the air. Good morning, Harry. How you doing? Very well. Thank you. Yesterday, uh, I called four Republican congressmen. As always, I'm the perennial uh, gentleman. And I brought up some very important issues. First of all, the selling of our strategic oil reserves to the Chinese and, their poss- and using it for possible war-making potential. Uh, the Soviets setting up camp uh, in Nicaragua, which is going, uh, which brings uh, a good part of the uh, country into their missile range and other important, uh, uh, other important things I sh- should did bring up. And of course, I was uh, treated very uh, respectfully from their staffs, um, and it just seems that nobody cares or willing to do anything about, especially the Russians setting up camp in Nicaragua uh, this close. I mean, the last time they came this close, and we both know because we're, we were two years old. Uh, you were a little bit older than me. <laughs> the 62. I got gotcha you this yeah, time. A couple of months, a couple of weeks. Go ahead. <laughs> okay. Um, the Cuban Missile Crisis, but... You see, the difference is I lived in the, tar- uh, in the Target, which is New York City at the time. And I also brought up in a very respectable way. At that time, we had a commander-in-chief who, first of all, was a combat vet. Second, had the best civilian and military advisors he could get, and they were available. And they either wore suits or uniforms, not dresses. And it seems that the important issues, yes, the 
yes, I do recognize these terrible shootings all around. I do recognize them. I haven't forgotten them. But as a whole, we all would like to see uh, our next birthday. And everybody would love to uh, enjoy their next life event, uh, weddings, uh, anniversaries, and so forth. Everybody is, looks forward to those, to our life events. But it seems that nobody down in the Beltway really, really cares, or they're moving extremely slow on the issue. I even brought up the 25th Amendment a few times, and uh, blatant possible violations on the presidential oath. And I'm not an alarmist. I don't ride through uh, South Jersey uh, yelling uh, the Russians are coming or the Chinese are coming or both of them are coming. I've never ridden a horse. But the thing is, um, you know, these other important issues have to be recognized. And Peter, Peter, here's what I'm going to say. We're so close to a consequential election that can change so much. It can't change everything because Biden will still be the president. And I believe the Senate is still too close to call. And I'm concerned about a few of the races. Like, for example, if J.D. Vance were to lose in Ohio, it would be an absolute disgrace. But he could. Uh, Georgia is in doubt. Pennsylvania is way in doubt. I think this Oz is is a jerk. Uh, he turned on Trump after Trump got him the nomination. There's no way. I guess that other guy, forget his name, the, the, the special forces military guy that barely lost to Oz. I guess he's thinking like, told you about this guy. I mean, he moved into his mother's basement, you know, to, to say he lives in, in Pennsylvania. So these are all in doubt. But a lot is going to change when Republicans take the House. I would recommend keep your powder dry. They're coming into town starting January of the new year. And you're going to see hearings about Fauci, about Hunter Biden, Joe Biden, the whole gang. But they can't do a whole lot right now. They can just make noise. As of January, they will have subpoena power, committee chairmanships, and expect them to be very, very active, including some of the areas that you brought up. I've got to run to the last break. Please don't go away. As soon as we come back, you're going to be on the air. Don't go. It's approaching 45 minutes past the hour. On the Hurley in the Morning program, we have an open phone line, 609-407-1450. A reminder, right after Hurley in the Morning, I want you to stay every day. I turn it over to Brian Kilmeade every day today. I'm going to turn it over to me filling in today for Brian Kilmeade. So check it out. We're here with you on WPG Talk Radio 95.5 until 1 p.m. today consecutively with an incredible guest lineup. I'll tell you about it before the end of this hour. We'll be back on the Hurley in the Morning program. Your calls continue next. 609-407-1450. If you love South Jersey's talk station, then the WPG Talk Radio app is a must-have on your phone. Listen to all your favorite talk shows around the clock and instantly call them with just the tap of your finger. 
Download the Hurley in the Morning podcast. Send us your pictures and videos of breaking news and more. It's the WPG Talk Radio app. A free download from South Jersey's talk station. WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Hey, Sean Hannity here. Join me this afternoon at 3. Now back to Harry Hurley on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. It is 10 minutes before the top of the hour. I just saw a video during the break of Michael Richards, Kramer from Seinfeld, as a contestant on the dating game. He was one of the three bachelors. He was hilarious even then. Oh, my God. So funny. Remember the big deal when um, when uh, it was, what is Kramer's first name? A big suspense and all that. And nobody knew. And then Cosmo came out. 609-407-1450, an open phone line. Welcome to Hurley in the Morning. You're on the air. That is so funny because we have a great big portrait of him, <clears throat> and it was the episode from um, he, he he makes me sick to my stomach. Yet I can't take my eyes off him when he was dating Jerry was dating somebody. Just, uh, but yeah, we get lots of praise on that picture, Harry. <clears throat> you know, um, if you remember, you know they keep changing the names. If you remember, under Obama, they said they had no scandals or anything that happened because they changed. The word war, I think uh, Barry called them overseas contingencies. So, so all they got to do is change the name so it doesn't sound like like the recession. Like it remember, really- remember, Andrew, oh, you're just bringing up all the great hits. Remember, they didn't like the word war, so they said they were going to refer to it as kinetic energy and all these different things. Uh, and you brought up many of them uh, in the past. They they torture the English language. Well, well, look, this week. They're torturing the English language about what constitutes a recession. It used to be just unambiguous, well-known, that it would be two quarters of negative GDP and you're in a recession. And that would be that. Not anymore. Not with this gang. Well, well, you know, Harry, there's so much going on, but uh, the more important things that saved, that have been saving America because people's hurt feelings something you mentioned earlier um the color of band-aids that hurt people's feelings um let's see what else uh black sambos got rid of that frito bandito got rid of that aunt jemima got rid of that uh uncle ben's got rid of that hence we have just gotten rid of the choco taco yes i don't get it i I just wrote a column about the choco taco after almost 40 years no well, certainly, like the dollar store. How many years it went uh, to the dollar twenty-five store? So yeah. um, that's about all I got. But I heard you mention that, and I was just reading the Choco Taco. I'm thinking, who's going to print something that's like this in the paper? But it is important that you know that, that they're doing these great things, these behemoth gestures to make our our country that much better. Thank you, Harry. Thank you. Bye. Have a great day. Six zero nine four zero seven fourteen fifteen. Open phone line. Welcome to early in the morning. You're on the air. Morning, Mayor. Good morning. Uh, looking forward. Uh, you're you're going to do uh, Brian's show today? That is correct. We start live at 9, 9 to 12 here on WPG Talk Radio 95, 95.5. We'll be on from uh, 10.06 right after Hurley in the morning until 1 p.m. Excellent. I'll be listening. Okay. And, uh, Thank you. Harry, quick question. Do you, uh, do you think Deborah Burke said enough to uh, basically start 
start the uh, grand jury looking at what, uh, what, what went on? The, yeah, yes, yes, without a doubt. But, of course, there'll be no grand jury now because this is a corrupt administration and they control it all. They control Hunter Biden getting a break. They control Donald Trump having everything thrown at him that you can imagine. Steve Bannon is going to jail. Uh, real criminals are not. But after Republicans take control of at least the House in January, you will have Burks, you will have Fauci, you will have all of them, because it's now proven they lied to all of us. It's uh, it, it's an amazing thing. What she basically uh, she let the cat out of the bag, but there's no coverage. Right. Oh, no, it's a total. Listen, two weeks in a row she did. First, she came up with. That she always knew that the vaccine would not prevent you from getting it. Well, that was one of the big hooks. I mean, that was something that I promoted. I trusted these fools that lied to us. Now, it's one thing if you didn't know and later on, but she says she knew it from the beginning. She also came out in the last week or so with that this was engineered in China because there's never been a virus ready to go like this. In this manner, that would have been organic. So there's another lie. And Fauci is lying to this day because he has to because of the grants and everything and his in cahoots with the um, Wuhan Institute of Virology. Fauci has said everything we know tells us that this did not happen in the um, Wuhan Institute of Virology or in any type of you know lab engineered thing. The guy's just lying through his teeth, in my estimation. Well, for the American public, for a guy like you, for a guy like me, with families and and make decisions, and my my nephew, who they're trying to uh, run out of the uh, service, this young lady basically said and used these words: "That was that virus came out of the box, ready to infect." Could you imagine this statement? Yeah. I know that's in her book. She she said she said what we all knew from the beginning. This didn't happen in some uh, wet market. This isn't some bad thing. Uh, This is they whipped it up and we helped pay for it. Amazing. And uh, finally, uh, Peter, who called his uh, one of his friends and one of my dearest friends, uh, Phil Lorello. Uh, passed away at 93, and I know you knew him wow. from uh, the special yeah. events we did over yep. the Legion. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, unbelievable. Great one. Sorry I about that, and thanks for letting me know. And, Dan, have a great day. We want to give the last few minutes of the hour to the chairwoman of the Atlantic City Independence Committee. You know they're doing good work because they've been doing work for months right under the mayor's nose. He didn't even know. They had like 1,600 of their signatures before he even knew there was a petition on the street because he's too busy uh, trying to rub elbows with the next Hollywood or media or um, uh, music star instead of focusing on home base. And over 2,000 people have signed this petition. The chairwoman of the Atlantic City Independence Committee, we only have a couple of minutes, but we'll make it count. Andra Williams joins the program. Andra, how are you? Great, Harry. How are you this morning? Uh, Great. And look, you definitely um, did something here because finally, after months and months, the mayor uh, has decided to criticize thousands of citizens of Atlantic City. And somehow he's blaming 
a Republican senator, Vince Palestina, Republican chairman, uh, Don Purdy and Craig Calloway for something they have nothing to do with. I, as you know, I've I've been the only member of the media reporting on your committee's activities. I didn't deal with them. They're not involved. I've been dealing with you the whole time. Exactly, uh, Harry, and that's that's what prompted me to call. Uh, it's funny you say that. I got a call for the very first time, uh, and I'm going to call names from Michelle uh, Post, okay? First thing in the morning yesterday. Right, for those who don't know, press Atlantic City Press reporter, go ahead. Yeah, and, and, and it threw me, it threw me to, to, to get this phone call. So I'm listening to her, and she's asking these questions, so... I said, well, haven't you read what Harry has been reporting? You know, she's asking me these questions. I said, um, I could tell in her voice she was trying to, I guess, bait me. Here's the deal. And I need to reschedule more time. So I'm going to ask you to hold the phone because, unfortunately, I don't have any more time. The next two hours are booked. And then I'm doing the Brian Kilmeade show today. So I'm going to talk to you offline. Hold on. And I'm going to get you on tomorrow morning where we are not rushed like we are. But to make a long story short, and I took I took a hit or shot at the press a little bit, which I don't do much uh, because I just don't need to. Because the only time they covered this committee's hard work in all these months was to let Marty Small act like they're frauds and that Palestina Purdy and Callaway are doing it. It is as corrupt as it gets. And they know the truth because they've read my reporting.